it really was it seemed cheesy and, mm-hmm. and, and and it certainly never stuck right you know it's it's not like it's a wonderful life except in england oh. it is huge over there and and i wish i had a nickel for every englishman who's told me that mm-hmm. it was just huge is still every christmas so in england that's half what i'm known for yeah everyone it's john and ben and welcome to santa by the minute the podcast where ben and i talk about 1985 santa claus the movie one minute at a time and this week we are excited we are very excited to have a special guest with us he is a fellow christmas podcaster and he's going to give us a unique perspective on growing up with santa claus the movie he is jack from i i, I want to say totally rad i messed up <laughs> <sighs> I was going to was... make sure you leave that bit in because <laughs> no, that's a good no. that's a good no leave it in because that's a good plug for Jerry's podcast as well. So I'm happy with that. That's okay. Jerry Jerry's hasn't been a good guy. Shall I tell him? Because I remember what my podcast is called. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Introduce yourself. So my name's Jack, and I'm from I'm from the to- uh, I'm from the uh, no. I nearly said the totally rad Christmas. <laughs> just let's just pretend I'm with that one. That's good enough for me. No, I'm from the Total Christmas podcast. I've Everyone's going to go download Totally time. Rad now and go, wow, that guy sounded a lot different on Santa by the Minute. <laughs> Slightly different accents, yeah. So, Jack, what is your what is your um, relationship with Santa Claus the movie from 1985? So, I first went to see Santa Claus the movie. And it's just funny because I mentioned that I was going to be on your podcast to my friend. And he was like, oh, yeah, we saw that with the Cub Scouts. And that's right. That's He remembered it as well. And the first time I saw the film was in the cinema, 1985. I would have been about nine or 10 um, and all the Cubs, our, our pack, our Cub Scout pack. Um, do you have Cub Scouts? You got, yes, I know you do, the Boy yeah. Scouts, do you have Cub mm-hmm. Scouts? They're the young mm-hmm. version of the mm-hmm. Boy Scouts. Yeah, okay, so um, uh, yeah, we all went to watch the, the movie and it was massive when it came out. I remember, I, and I don't remember at the time that it was a big flop at all. So I don't know if it like had a real financial success in the UK. I know globally it, it was a bit of a failure, but um, it, it seemed to be everywhere, you know, on TV and all the promo for it and everything. Um, and then, uh, so obviously I saw it then. And then I suppose it would have been two or three, now three or four, probably about three or four years later would have been the first time it would have been on TV. And pretty much it's been like a fixture um, on the TV in the UK since every Christmas. And I, ch- I checked this and it was on Christmas last year on Oh, I want to say Christmas Eve. I did just check. It was, I think it was Christmas Eve in the afternoon last year on ITV, which is like our, it's, it's like our third most popular. No, it's our second most popular terrestrial channel. Um, and but a few years ago, they, I, I keep saying um. Can you ed- edit those bits out or leave <laughs> this bit in? Leave the bit in me telling you to edit it out. Um, I've done it again. Um, oh, <laughs> there's no stopping me. Um, a few years ago, and I say a few, it could have been as much as like. 12 years ago 13 years ago uh, one of our most popular tabloid newspapers the sun they gave it away as a dvd in the lead up to christmas like i don't know if any of the papers ever did this or magazines in the states but it became a thing where on a sunday or saturday the newspapers would give away a dvd in like a cardboard sleeve as a promo with with uh, a paper and so that's the copy i've got is, is our dvd copy from yeah i'd say i'm guessing around 2012 could have been a bit before then though 
I've no, seen not 2012. That on eBay before. I'd say. Sorry? I've seen those on eBay before, those sun copies of the movie in a little envelope. And I was wondering what the story was. That's the story. That. Yeah, there you go. So, it's not, yeah, because this was, it, yeah, it was normally with the Sunday papers, but this one would have been a Saturday paper because the sun back then wasn't out on a Sunday. I know that. So it would have been with the Saturday one. Yeah, quite often it was like a, a, a film or um, some sort of, I think it was the same year they had Scrooge, the Alistair Sim version, and they also had a Christmas album as well that came with it. Yeah. So that's it. That's the version I've got. So come come Christmas, if it's not on the TV, on Christmas Day in the morning, we'll stick in the DVD and just have it in the background while we're doing whatever we're doing. So it sounds like everybody in the UK must have a copy of this on DVD someplace. If yeah, they, if I they read the newspaper like that think, week. I'd like to think. I don't think it's it's not as it's not quite as problem is it's an older film now, and there's a lot of things that have usurped it and surpassed it over the years. So although it's still a classic, it's I think his popularity is sort of waning a little bit, sadly. But thanks to your podcast, I think it's going to be back up there where it belongs. <laughs> I think so that our couple dozen listeners, you know. <laughs> that really helps sell it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. But I definitely think it probably has more of a following in the UK than it has in the United States in quite a few years. Yeah, it well, was considered, you know, such a financial failure and... You know, then I think the Tim Allen Santa Claus movie sort of wiped away any memory of it. It never really shows up on TV anymore here. You have to get it on Blu-ray or streaming or whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, I, when I was Googling it a few times just to sort of for, for extra research, uh, if you Google the Santa Claus, Santa Claus the movie, normally about the fourth or fifth thing down is the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. So there's not a huge amount about this version, which is a shame because it is such a massive production and I, I still love it. I've been watching it again, like I say, for research and I'm, I'm still enjoying sitting through it. So yeah. Oh, we're glad to have you here. And Thank uh, you. now we're covering minute number 30 this week. Uh, did, you, uh, did you watch minute 30? Numerous times. And I've watched the minutes before it as well, just to make sure I'm up and ready, uh, of, of, like in the conversation he has, because this this episode, this minute is pretty much him chatting to the ancient elf. I'm guessing the last two minutes were just him chatting to the ancient elf. Is that right? Yes, it, it was. Yes. <laughs> so before we dive into minute thirty, I had a note here about minute twenty nine that I forgot to mention in the last podcast. Oh, okay. As listeners know, I've been keeping track on a spreadsheet of who's going to get more screen time in Santa Claus the movie. Is it going to be Dudley Moore or Santa Claus himself? Um, And in minute 29, Patch, even though in the context of the movie, he's in the room with the ancient elf and Claus during all of this, but he doesn't actually appear on screen. So minute 29 is the first minute since Patch was introduced in minute 10 that he has not been on screen for a minute. So there you go. There's the trivia that you can only find on this podcast. (laughs) So do you have any bets on who's going to have more screen time by the time we're at minute 108? Is it going to be David Huddleston as Santa or Dudley Moore as Patch, who's going to be on screen? I'm going with with Santa. Going with Santa? Yeah, I know it's against the grain. It's it's against the grain because... I, um, I, I know you've mentioned this and, and um, Dudley Moore's name is first in the credits and, and uh, David Huddleston is third. Yeah, he's like third or fourth. But I, yeah, but I still think he's, he's going to get it. I do. 
it's, I think it's going to be a close one, especially once we hit that second half of the movie. So yeah, we'll find out. We'll find I'm out. concerned about I want to keep but... everyone on the edge of their seats until, until this project is over with. It'll be very funny if it's tied. I'll tell you who no, it's so... not going to be. It's not going to be Burgess Meredith. No, no. <laughs> he. I think he's done after this minute. Yeah, but he's fourth, isn't he? In the credits, he's fourth. Yes, he is. Yeah, above um, Judy Cornwell, um, uh, Anya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a travesty. She should have gotten way more credit in this movie. You know, I mean, she is a key part of this whole legend. You know, you mm. can't have it without Mrs. Claus. No. <laughs> uh, do you know what? It's funny because she is very famous in the UK just for a TV series she was in in the 90s called Keeping Up Appearances. And this this um, sitcom was massive. It's like one of the most popular shows in the country. And she plays quite a different character. She's a bit of a, in, I suppose in the States, it'd be sort of trailer trash is, is one way you might describe her. She's very, very lower working class, her and her husband. And they sort of seem to spend a lot of time just laying in bed in that. But she's she was very, very famous for that. And it was only a couple of years ago I realised that it was the same actress because, like I say, she's very, very famous for that role, but not famous at all for being in Santa Claus the movie, which you'd think, you know. And it's, and I, I, I'm quite taken by her in this. I got to say, I just think she's <laughs> such a lovely character. So let's see. The minute kicks off as the ancient one. This is your legacy and your gift, as is the gift of flight. Yeah, and he talks about flight, and Claus looks at him like, like he's still confused that he's flying, even though he just spent a year practicing with dueling. He still <laughs> yes. is like, like huh? as is the gift of flight. I guess if somebody hadn't clued Claus in that the reindeer were going to be doing the flying, he may assume that he personally was going to be flying around like Superman. I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking in this. I mean, there's reindeer right behind him. He has his sleigh, and he's been practicing how to fly his sleigh in yeah, four even, dimensions even before he made his grand entrance here he was kind of like practicing how he was right. going to control the reindeer like this re- left is this way and and then the ancient one says all those within the sound of my voice and all those on this earth everywhere know that henceforth you will be called santa claus that's that's the build-up line. He says. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I kind of abbreviated it. Yeah, but I've got to say, but that stuck out to me because it's like it's a bit superfluous, superfluous, superfluous. Him saying all the people in the sound of my voice and the whole world. He might have just said everyone in the whole world. Save the. He's only got eight lines. Maybe he wanted to drag it out a little bit. Maybe that's what we're doing. <laughs> Maybe you know. In the, I'm not going to get into it too too much in this minute. I will a little bit towards the end. But you know, he has a lot more going on in the comic. So I think that if they yeah. had kept in the parts that were in the comic that were in the movie, he would have had a, a bigger role and I think he would have stood out a little bit more. And maybe I would have known that he was not Father Time. <laughs> <laughs> We've also established in the comic, it, I can't remember if you said it was in the comic or the novel, that he had a little bit more comic relief. Yeah, in, in the comic. Where he, kind and, of like couldn't, yeah. he was trying to remember what he was trying to say. Yeah, it was in the, uh, it was in the book. I think I think it probably was in the comic too, but it was definitely in the book where he was kind of like being forgetful and Dooley was like, do I need to help him or does he know what he's doing? <laughs> so up until this point, the only name anyone has called this character is Claus. 
so Santa seems to be a title, like, you know, like I'm assuming like a saint, like Saint Claus or right. something similar to that. Because everybody seems to know that being christened Santa is a big deal. You can hear the elves murmuring in the background, like Santa, Santa, mm. Santa. Like they're, even they're surprised that he's getting get this such this. Uh, he's got this. I, I'm tongue tied. He's got this such prestigious title. There, I said it. Well done. <laughs> Good luck editing around that, Ben. Yeah, or are you just going to keep it as? <laughs> I don't know. So- <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, we don't know much about the elf culture. You know, we we normally call it like saint. You know, it's named after saint. But in elf culture, we don't know if a Santa means something specific. You know, they don't go into their backstory that much. So we don't know if it's something extraordinary for them that we just don't quite understand. And I'm sure we'll hit upon it on a future podcast. But I think, do we just assume his first name was Nicholas? like St. Nicholas? Well, I don't know, because, you know, nowhere is Nicholas anywhere, you know, present. No, I think Claus and Klaus are are, are sort of German or or um, Northern European names anyway. So I think, you know, Nicholas is more the uh, sort of British version of of Klaus or Claus. Yeah, and also to go along with that, you know, when they're like stuck in the snow, Anya is always calling him Claus, right? So why would she be calling him their last the name? <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be like me not calling you John. Like, <laughs> so it's almost like Claus and Anya are their first names. We just don't know what their last names ever were. Oh, that's a good point. So <laughs> Anya starts crying and then Patch hands her a handkerchief. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then the okay. ancient elf says, Merry Christmas. And everyone repeats that as I'm turning my page very noisily. <laughs> and there is a brief shot in here of it when everybody's repeating Merry Christmas. You see Anya, Dooley, and Anya Patch and his friends. And then we see a very brief shot of Dooley and Goo Blur saying Merry Christmas. Now, I, I thought it was Groot at first, but I think it was just because I didn't recognize Goo Blur without his hat. Now, did you do you have any um, <laughs> insight onto the actor who plays Goo Blur? None. Oh, None? yes. I, I looked him up, actually. <laughs> I looked him up, but I didn't recognize him at all. He's not a famous, he's not a famous actor. No, he's not a famous actor. I guess he'd done a lot of roles because on IMDb, he's got a page and there's a few things there. Let's see. So let's give Dickie Arnold his due here. He was born in 1918, passed away in 1990. According to the IMDb, he was an actor known for How We Used to Live in 1968, The Magnificent Evans in 1984, and Clockwise 1986. Heard of any of those? Any of those yes, ring a bell? Only Clockwise. Um, that was a British film, very famous one at the time, uh, starring John Cleese as a school headmaster. It's a bit of a sort of quite a farcical comedy. So he was, that, that's a famous film, but I don't remember his, him being in it. So I'm, I'm just scrolling through his IMDb to see if he was in It Ain't Half Hot Mum. It seems like everybody in this movie was in that show, but I don't see it. So there is we go. Not, is he not Arnold. in Doctor Who either? No, he wasn't. <sighs> Everybody's in Doctor Who. Seems that way, yeah. So Goo Blur, the only reason we know that's his name is he's, he was identified in one of the books they gave out in the Happy Meals here in oh, okay. the United States. He's an elf in the painting department and he paints the toys with his beard. I guess he's like the head of the painting department. 
we have a scene that we haven't got to yet. I won't skip ahead too far. Where Pat is it? Uh, Puffy, like yeah, Puffy takes uh, Goobler's beard and paints something. Like kind of yanks him away. So let's see. Before turning to exit, the ancient elf mumbles something. Now, before recording, Ben and I were trying to decipher what he mumbled. It sounds like Merry Christmas, yes, but he seems to like trail off after the word Christ in Christmas. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's it. I thought it was just sort of repeating Merry Christmas and it sort of tailed off as he was saying it. Um, have you got subtitles on yours? Because I haven't. The, the DVD I got is very basic. It's literally, there's there's a, a menu and, and the film and there's no extras. So... Um, I, I couldn't put on subtitles to see what was what he actually said, but I'm, I, it's to me it seemed like he was just yeah he, he was saying Merry Christmas but gave up. Yeah, we didn't we didn't pull up the official uh, captioning. That's what we we kind of decided on too. He's like Merry Christmas. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of like how I talk. I just stop mid sentence and uh, I do the same thing. <laughs> Saves time. Yeah, <laughs> you figure it out. Then the ancient elf turns to exit with his beard carriers following him. Santa nods again. And then I have in my notes, that's all for Burgess Meredith. Let's, let's all that's, say goodbye that's to Burgess. When you get to see, that's when you get to see the, the full length of his beard. Cause coming up, you don't realize, you don't really understand why he's got so many guys stood behind him. But when he turns around and, and leaves, that's when you notice how long his beard's supposed to be, I think. And, and now it's like I can... double looped along those back ones too. Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's up to our imaginations to determine what happened to the ancient elf after the ceremony because we don't see any trace of him ever again Mm-mm. like <laughs> he went back to where he came from i guess but then i have boob taps honka's arm and points off screen patch turns to exit and then the minute ends yeah it goes black yep so in the book um the elves shout merry christmas and the wise elf turned away and then taking his leave and went slowly back down the tunnel, his train of beard bearers following behind him, and he disappeared into a distant golden light. Now, I don't know if, does Groot show up in the background of this minute? I didn't see him, and I was looking very closely. The the show that Groot was in was called Ain't Half Hot Mum, and it was set during World War II, and in the first episode, one of the guys is writing home in a letter and he's writing to his mum, it ain't half hot mum, because it's so hot where they are in the jungle. And the guys in the show were, I think they were like a performance troops, so they were like there partly to entertain the troops. And the two, Goober, uh, Melvin Hayes, and Groot Donestel, they were two of the, the guys in that. And that's, that's sort of their, what they're both of them are most famous for that role, even though they've both done a lot of other things. That was their most famous role. And after the success of the first series, sorry, and Donastel Groot's character, he his character was called Lofty because he was so very short and he was a very good singer in the show. And because of the success of the series, they released a single, him and Windsor Davis, who plays like the sergeant, he's not the sergeant major, I forget what his role is actually. Um, maybe it's Sergeant Major. Anyway, uh, the, the single was those two singing on stage and it's, it's sort of done humorously and it reached number one in the UK and it was at number one for three weeks. Massively successful single that year. So that was what Don Estelle was most famous for. Melvin Hayes, again, he was also, that's Goober. He was another character in that. Um, and I think he was normally dressed as a woman in it. He was 
because they were doing their shows for to entertain the boys he yeah he was frequently dressed as a woman and there's it's it's aged very badly and in today's sort of um more politically what's the word politically correct uh society they it wouldn't they don't repeat it because of that there's a lot of racism in it and there's a lot of uh homophobia in it as well yeah but it's very, it's, i watched a few clips of it for this and it was still sort of some of it was still fairly funny yeah that was on the bbc so it's a very very big show of its time it's a shame um, that his um john estelle's role basically got eliminated from this movie yeah, I didn't know he was in it until listening to your podcast. So that's that's the thing, and and only because I've listened to it now that do I am I familiar with his character in it. And I see him when you say it. But his yeah, scene is know. actually on the Blu-ray, where his his couple of lines are actually they still exist. They're actually a bonus on the. Uh, I think it's only on the Blu-ray. Okay, but he's still in the credits, and his name's <laughs> in the credits. Am I allowed to go that far back to the end? Cause that's right. That's not this minute. That's that's like a, about a year and a half away. But, but yeah, he's he, he's in the credits, uh, not far down from the other elves like Goober. So I was surprised about that. They have all these talented guys in here as elves, but give them nothing to do. Yeah, Melvin Hayes does. You know, the closer now that we're slowing down the movie and watching it like we are, you know, like he's he's giving it as all. He's throwing some funny bits in there. Like I think was it couple minutes ago where he's like crying because he's so proud of when he sees santa come out in that right, suit yeah. for the first time mm-hmm. like i never caught that before we started doing this podcast because these elves have made like no impact i you know up until we were podcasting like this i couldn't tell any of the elves besides patch and maybe Dooley, you know apart yeah see i name. was always i was always familiar that melvin hayes was in it and also more recently, Christopher Ryan. And I know that you got an email from Adam from Merry Britsmas podcast mm-hmm. about Christopher Ryan. Mm-hmm. And his, he mentioned the, the roles he was most famous for. And in the, I don't know if you ever had the Young Ones uh, TV series in the States, but that was a massive, massive comedy that it doesn't, it's not so much shown these days, but it was popular for many, many years. Even though it was only two series and 12 episodes, it was still really popular for like another 10, 15 years after it first came out. And he played one of the four main characters in that. Um, it also had uh, Rick Mayo. I don't know if you're familiar with Rick Mayo. No? No, I'm sorry. No, that's a shame. He was, well, he was, he was he's, he, mainly in the UK, but he was in a film called Drop Dead Fred. If you remember Drop Dead Fred with... Uh, uh, yeah, we just watched that not too long ago. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He's dropped dead Fred with the orange hair. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I know who you're talking about. <laughs> you might want to edit this bit out actually, because although they're famous actors, they're not even in Santa Claus, the movie, <laughs> but that show sort of the, the actors in it. Anyway, that's, that was the main role that Christopher Ryan was very famous for. He's very, and but then he's been in loads of other sitcoms as well to a minor degree. Yeah. Um, I've also checked and it, uh, I checked the credits at the end. And I don't know if you, I'm allowed to, if you want me to say this, because I know it's not the, the correct minute, but it's Goober with an ER. <laughs> it's Goober with an ER. That, that, oh, they man. Have, well, <laughs> we, we, we would have talked about that for a whole episode. Edit out. Edit out. We have official documentation from the novel, the comic book, the storybooks that came with the Happy Meals. That spelled the name G-O-O-B-A. So it's like, yeah. okay, I'll give it to Ben. Goober, <laughs> the name carved on the bed, must be a different elf. So there must be Gooba, Goober, and Goobler here at the North Pole. Yeah. 
You can, if you want to save that till the credits, you're welcome to edit it out. I was just. No, we're, we're going to have to leave it in because we'll, we will forget. We will. We get That's what I was credit. concerned about, to be honest. I figured it's like. We'll, we'll be surprised you know, all in, over. In a year and a half's time, you'll completely. But then again, when you see his name come up in that minute, you'll be studying that minute. I suppose you won't have much else to talk about. So maybe it wouldn't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> The and then everybody who listens when we get to them. Yeah. And everybody who listens to the podcast, you know, it's going to be such a big gap between <laughs> this minute and the credits. They're going to forget to yes, <laughs> work. <good>. Great. <laughs> yeah. But then all the people that binge this before we wrap it, it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're both talking at the same time. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I just, let me go. <laughs> Cause I'm rude. Um, all the people that binge listen it in like five years time, They'll be binge listening there, and it'll only be like a day or so later. They'll be like, "Why did they mention Goober again?" But we, it doesn't matter. We've done it. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> any any final thoughts on the minute before we wrap this one up? Actually, I want to say something else. There's okay. one, <laughs> there's two things actually about this minute. One, pretty sure the reindeers are real when they're all lined up. There's a bit where one of them's looking around. I don't think it's in our minute where the reindeer's looking around the side of Santa. Now, he, I don't think he's real. But when they're all lined up behind Santa, I think they're all real. It looks like it, the way they're moving. And the other thing, which is really worth looking at, it's not a major thing, but one of the beard bearers, the one that's um, just behind the ancient elf on his right-hand side, when, uh, when he says, you will be known as... And the, the guy sort of looks at the, gives him a sideways glance, and then he says, "Santa Claus," and this, and he gives like a really imperceptive nod, like, "Yep, I knew he was going to say that." <laughs> I mean, check it out. When you're doing, when you're only oh, going yeah, to, when I'm only, when I'm only talking about one minute, I've got to find all the minutiae and that, and that what minutia, sorry, and that's that that stuck up with me. That stuck up. That, that's me. that's what we live for here. These random things that we would never notice otherwise. <laughs> Well, Jack, thanks for joining us today. This was a big minute. This is He's officially Santa Claus now. Yes. I don't have to correct myself from here on out every time I call him Santa when he's technically not Santa yet. I can call him Santa from here on out. And before we go, Jack, where can they find you online? What's, what's the name of your podcast if we haven't, <laughs> haven't cut all that intro out already? My podcast is called The Total Christmas Podcast. I got it right. Um, and it's presented by me and my two young daughters have started making more and more appearances lately, it seems. Um, and I talk about everything to do with Christmas, uh, music, food. I cover all bases and it's got some of it's a British twist, but not all of it. A lot of it's about the, the, work, the whole world as well. I do a segment occasionally about Christmas all over the world as well. So there's, there's something in it for everyone, I like to think. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. Hopefully you can join us again for another minute soon. I would love that. And Ben, where can they find our podcast online if this is the first episode they've stumbled across, our listeners? Well, you could find us pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Google, Apple, Amazon, Spotify. I don't know if I'm forgetting any. We got plenty. <laughs> we're everywhere. And if you want to find us on social media, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at santa minute and you can email us at santa by the minute at gmail.com come back every wednesday because every wednesday we post a brand new episode and you can listen to our new episodes and our old episodes anytime you want and they are always for free for free <laughs> cut that out, <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> <laughs>